Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous. Would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. I hope that you are feeling fabulous and amazing and energy 10 out of 10 today. My new Why Are You Feeling So Tired quiz is nearly ready to go. So I will put that on the website soon. And just a quick reminder, on Wednesday, I am doing an amazing workshop with Meta Thaleman. And we will be talking about setting boundaries around food in your family. So following on from last week's podcast where we chatted to her and thinking about those times when we just feel that we are being held hostage to our kids at mealtimes and what we really want is quiet, happy family mealtimes when we know that we are teaching our kids healthy healthy eating habits. So if you haven't already signed up, sign up for that. It's totally free and it's going to be amazing. Um, and you will get to answer questions. It's going to be on Zoom. So I am super, super looking forward to that. Okay, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about rethinking I'm a failure. So I see so many people who have this thought, I'm a failure. And I have to confess that I have had it at times in my life as well. And I'll tell you a little bit about my story as we go on. But it can be such a powerful a powerfully destructive thought to have. It just erodes our enthusiasm, our motivation, our ability to be able to do whatever it is we want to do. And it just sort of seeps in and keeps saying to us, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, I'm a failure. And it's totally not true. Of course, it's not true. There's no such thing as I am a failure. So I want to spend a bit of time just rethinking this so that we can smash that horrible little thought to the ground and really think about how we can turn it around and get on with achieving our goals. So a few examples of things. I tell you what, let me tell you about when we moved to Spain. So we have been in Spain for 10 years now. Wow, that's amazing. So there you go. I achieved my goal of moving to Spain. Part of my journey of moving to Spain 10 years ago was that when I moved, I was on the career ladder to become a paediatric consultant. And when I moved, I always say I moved with my eyes wide shut. And I thought I would come to Spain and essentially 
my paediatric career would, you know, be put on hold a little bit, but essentially I would not give up my medicine medical career. And I always say I kind of accidentally lost my medical career. I didn't mean to move to Spain and start a business. Now, 10 years later, with my business growing and finding something that I totally love doing, I'm perfectly happy and I can look back and think, wow, it all worked out in the end. But when I made that move and found that it wasn't as easy to be a doctor here in Spain as I had intended, essentially, I'd have to go back and do all my paediatric exams again in a different language. And I just wasn't prepared to do that. And so at the time, it felt like I had lost my identity. And I had four young kids. I was quite isolated here in Spain. And that little thought of I'm a failure, I'm a failure kept going round and round in my mind. And it wasn't a thought that I would vocalise internally to myself. It was a much deeper thought, one that didn't really rear its head so that I could have a look at it and examine it. But as I look back now, I know that that is part of what was going on for me. So on one level, on my outside level, I was happy and smiley and getting on with life and doing all the things that you have to do when you look after a mother. Uh, Sorry, when you have to look after your kids, when you are a mother and have to look after your kids. But somewhere deep, deep, deep inside, some unexamined part of me had that little whispering thought, I am a failure. I am a failure. And when I look at that thought and think I am a failure, I think what was going on for me was I have failed to become a consultant, a a paediatric doctor, the sort of highest level. And I had set myself this goal, which was to become a paediatric consultant. And I wonder now when I look back whether it was really something that I wanted to do. But deep inside me, what was going on was I was this failure. Now, if I stop and examine this with my thinking brain and my analytical brain, of course, I think that is absolutely ridiculous. You didn't fail at doing that. What you did was stepped away and change your plans. And I think another thing is really to separate the I am part of it to I failed at a particular act. So, for example, another story I failed my driving test. The first time I took my driving test, what did I do? I took it again. And now I'm a driver. It wasn't like I carried on failing and carried on failing. So I think there's two important things there. Number one is just to relook to separate the I am from the acts that we do. Here's another thing that I have failed to do. This morning when I went for my run, I failed to set my watch so that it actually started and it only recorded half of my run, which was obviously very disappointing, but not really the end of the world. So it's a bit like when we look at our kids and it's very easy to label our kids disobedient or silly or doing things that are stupid. But what we want to do is separate labeling somebody, whether it's ourself or somebody else, and that action. That action may have been disobedient. It may have been a little bit foolish. It may have been not the most sensible thing to do. But that doesn't then make that person a stupid person or a foolish person or a disobedient person. So I guess a big question to ask yourself when you think about I am a failure is, well, what do you really 
really want? And I think this is a really important question to ask ourselves. Now, when we look at people who we consider to be successful, it's not that they have everything handed to them on a golden plate. Well, some people do, but the vast majority of people don't. The vast majority of people who have succeeded at where they want to get to have succeeded because they have gone through failure after failure after failure. And what they have done after those failures is pick themselves up and keep on going. And I always say this to people who are trying to change their habits with my one-on-one clients or people in my group program. So the goal may be that you want to lose weight, or it may be that you want to lead a healthy and amazing life full of bucket loads of energy. Now, when you set out your goals and you think, okay, here's the route that I'm going to take. And I'm going to get there by doing this. I'm going to eat healthily. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to make sure I go to bed on time. And this is how I'm going to do it. Repeat it day after day. Now, what you also have to think about is, oh, I'm going to have some days where that is not going to happen, where things are not going to go to plan. Now, if you can see these in front and anticipate them, then when they happen, you just think, oh, that's one of those days. I just have to learn something from this, pick myself up and carry on. It was a failure, but I carried on and carried on. So going back to this question of what do you really want? I think this is, it all ties in together. It's a really good way of being able to think about what you want. So another personal story for me is that when I was 17 or 18, I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And at that stage, I had applied to university and I applied so many times to do so many different things. To begin with, I was going to do philosophy and psychology. And then the next year it was psychology. And then I had this epiphany that I wanted to study medicine. However, I didn't have the right A-levels. In the UK, we have to do A-levels to get into medical school. I applied to medical school And having had zero training, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no one helping me. I just basically applied and went to the interview and I didn't get a place at medical school. Now, I remember at that time as well, this was a few years after I had left school, I went back to my school and said, please, can you help me? Because I actually realized I need a bit of help in doing this. And they said, you have to go and do some medical work experience if you need to get into medical school, which I didn't know. But I then managed to get some medical work experience. And I remember talking to this doctor in Exeter where I was doing this work experience and where I went to school and he was a pediatric doctor and he was just chatting to me and saying, I can't remember what. And I said to him, oh, I'm not going to be a doctor. You know, I didn't get into medical school, so I'm going to study psychology instead. And I left it at that. Now, I happened to be so amazingly lucky to be sitting in the foyer waiting for my lift home when he walked past having finished his day. And he said to me, he took me to a side and he said, you know what, you may not have got into medical school this year, but if being a doctor is what you want to do, you are a doctor for life. And it's something that you can do next year, take a year out, go back to it and really commit to doing that. If it's something you want to do, you will do it regardless of this setback. And you know what? He was absolutely right. Now, at that time, I was so keen to go to university. I wanted to move away from home and lead that independent university life. But his message was just spot on. 
And I think it's the same when you reach any failure. Is this something that I really want to do? And if the answer is yes, then you will carry on and carry on and carry on. And I think this leads me to my next point, which is it's all about your inner motivation. Now, I did a podcast on inner motivation a few weeks ago, so go back and listen to that. But my essential, my message is, is we need to generate that inner motivation. And I think one thing that's really important is to be constantly looking at our long term goals. It's the same as when we learn to drive. I remember learning to drive and my driving instructor would always say, stop looking at the road right in front of the car and look at the road on the horizon. Look where you're going to. And it's the same with what we want in life, our successes, what our goals are. Make long-term goals, keep your eye on the long-term goal. And then when you hit that block, that roadblock, you don't think, oh, that's it. I've given up. I can't do any of this. You think, oh, it's just a little step on the way to my long-term goal. And it's fine because I've got time to course correct. Okay, let me have a little look at my notes. Ah, we judge ourselves. We are always judging ourselves. We're so mean to ourselves. I always say, you know, one thing that you can do is treat yourself as if you were your best friend, as opposed to as if you were yourself. We always say such mean things to be, to ourselves. And we are constantly judging ourselves. And we're constantly looking at the negative of what we do. So the way you can turn this around is to show yourself that you can do things, that you can do those things that you want to do. Now, if you're not a runner, I don't suggest you make your first goal to run a marathon. Clearly, if you go, right, tomorrow I'm going to run a marathon. Yeah, you're not going to do it. But if you say, do you know what, in a year's time, I'm going to set my long term goal to run a marathon or let's say two years time to run a marathon and I have done no running. So today I'm going to run one minute and tomorrow I'm going to run two minutes and then in a month's time I can run 10 minutes. And as you do that, you show yourself, yeah, I can do one minute and you know what, I did 45 seconds, but that's more than zero. So you need to be constantly showing yourself, yes. I can do these things. So you need to set the goals that are appropriate goals. And the best kind of goals are the ones that push you a little bit, but not so much that it's overwhelming and not achievable. And whilst we're on the subject of running, one of the things I always think really helps us get to where we want to get to and shows us that we're not a failure is a running playlist. So when I go running, I go running every single Saturday. Saturday morning, seven o'clock, I'm up there running. And I have the same playlist every single week. And I love Shakira. I love her Waka Waka America, um, Africa song. If you haven't listened to it, oh my goodness, I put it on every single time I have to go up this steep hill. And it's there. And I dance up that hill. I dance out of breath up that hill. But I love that song so much. It just spurs me on. So create a playlist like that for the I can do this. I am amazing. I can do whatever I set my mind to. You know what they say? You can do anything, but you can't do everything. So whatever it is you want to do, find your I can do this playlist, create it, come and share it in our Facebook group. Oh, by the way, our Facebook group is amazing at the moment. We've been having so many successes. So a big shout out to Shana, who said, I had a sugar craving and I ate a pear. Hooray, Shana. That is amazing. That's a big step forward. And Megan said that she had been 
feeding her kids Brussels sprouts and they liked them. So another big shout out to um, Megan. And are super excited to announce that on Thursdays, I am going to be doing a Facebook Live. So I'm going to tie it in with the podcast and we're going to chat about the same topic as on the podcast. So on Thursday, it's going to be at 7pm Spanish time, which is 6pm UK time, which is 1pm Eastern time. Facebook Live and come and listen and obviously you can ask questions. So we will be chatting about I'm not a failure, rethinking I'm a failure on Thursday. Okay, a few other tips that I have for you. Stop watering that I am a failure thought. I'm reading this amazing book to my son at the moment, which is all about worries. And it says basically worries are thoughts that we have and we water these little plants like we're tending to them like tomato plants. So, you know, you put in a seed and you start paying it attention and it grows and it grows and it grows. And once you stop paying it attention, it stops growing. And it's the same with any negative thought. Stop paying attention to that thought. Stop thinking it's such a big deal to fail. It's fine. It's just part of life. And start focusing on the positive thoughts that I can do this thought. Start watering and paying attention to the I can do it. So there you have it. In a nutshell, everything you need to know to turn your I am a failure thought around into, do you know what? Here's my goal. I can do it. Oh, another thing. Write down all the things that you have achieved. We always overlook everything we have achieved. So make a long list of everything that you have achieved in your life. So I can think of the things that I have failed to do in my life. I failed a medical school exam once. I had to resit it. Actually, you know what? That was a really good summer. There were so few of us left at university. We had an absolute ball and we got to know different people that we wouldn't have known um, if we'd gone off on our summer holidays. So I failed that. I failed my driving license once. Um, Yeah, lots of things that I haven't done. So I didn't carry on being a consultant, but I have a long list of other things that I have done. There's so many more exams that I have passed. I did pass my driving test and other things that I've done. I've started a business and I've kept up at a business. I've moved my family to Spain. I've had four children and they're all thriving. And yeah, it's easy to feel like you're a failure as a parent from time to time. But again, look at all the positive things that you're doing. I've got four healthy children. They bicker, they squabble but they also love each other and they get on with each other and they're imperfect people. Like I'm an imperfect parent, but we're constantly striving to get better. So I hope that has given you a few thoughts and a few tools that you can use. So number one, come and join the Facebook Live in the Facebook group. If you're not already a member, I'll put a a link in the show notes. And secondly, if this is something that really resonates with you and you think, I am ready to make changes. I want to lead my most healthy life. I want to do implement changes in all four pillars, which are nutrition, exercise, sleep, and emotional wellness. And obviously this is part of emotional wellness, which is the foundation. I'm ready to make changes and I can't do it by myself. I want some help. Then book your breakthrough to healthy, amazing me session. I'll leave that in the show notes as well. But you can come and have a chat, a 30 minute chat. It's just a getting to know you chat. I love chatting. So I would love to chat to you. So a few things and I will see you next week. 
Take care. Bye-bye.